Hello, hello, hello. This is Sean and Luis <laughs> for another episode of Love. Today's episode, we're going to talk about love sex. Yeah, you heard me. Sex. Yeah. It sounds sexy, doesn't it? Just saying sex. Intercourse. Intercourse. Well, let's start off by, <laughs> this is a juicy subject. I've always, I mean, I love talking about sex. Uh, <laughs> uh, but let, let's just get into it and start off by saying, like, what is sex, right? And, and that's, a, that's a very loose term, maybe, you know? Yeah. Let's, uh, sex is... We're focusing on the intercourse part of sex. Well, or, or we're focusing on the love part. How is love? Well, why, why what has love got to do with it? You no, know, because uh, also you can say, oh, let's figure out the sex of this child. Oh yes, yes. We're uh, we're gender and sex. Uh, yeah, we're we're focusing on the intercourse. Yes, yes the okay. the act of sex rather than like <laughs> the, sex is, is gender, a now. Now, I'm I think it's gender and then sexuality, right? Yes. Okay. So sex, uh, let's like generally like describe it. So I think sex is the coming to. Uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> There's no description. Just uh, no. We have to describe it. Yeah. Okay. How else are you? <laughs> You perform it. <laughs> you, it's, a, it's an action. It's a it's performance. An it's, it's a, a it's, performance. It's, it's something that humans like. Well, to... let, let me ask you this question yeah. before we continue. Oh, yeah. Can sex be mechanical? Uh, as in like... Uh, like to the point that if there's no feelings, it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to go and have sex and that's it. It's just a mechanical, mechanical thing. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's totally possible, yeah. Okay. Sex could be anything, right? Sex could be, uh, I mean, I've been in a, a past relationship where sex was used to solve, like, issues, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, the endorphins that were released from uh, finishing just, like, made everything seem okay, right? Yeah. Uh, sex can be used as a tool to uh, just get through problems. Or sex can indicate that there are problems or something like or like uh like if you can't perform sex sex can indicate there's an issue right it, but is it, it, it uh, fuck this is gonna be an interesting topic <laughs> maybe we need to do part one and part two <laughs> we might yeah. have to uh, just because i yes i agree with all of those but i also agree with the opposite of all of those well like, what do you mean the opposite of all of those like that it could be that it could be the best part or like for example you said that sex can tell you there's issues and the way i took it was if you're not having enough sex then that's a show of like there's problems there but in reality maybe there are not problems you're just not sexually attractive to the person you love which is really complex for example let's say you are dating someone and you love the person but you're not really physically or sexually attracted to them but you love the person. Yeah. So the sex doesn't really have, in some circumstances, doesn't have anything to do with love. And then that person can instead look for sex somewhere else. Is that a possibility? Yes, but then we're getting to much more complicated <laughs> parts. Like, I think that, that absolutely, 
and, and I think that's another discussion, but like, let's focus on just the, the act of sex and what it means to love. Like, how did we as human people start deciding to rub each other's bits until we, we had an explosion of happiness? Or like, okay, so sex, what is sex? It's typically where uh, people uh, engage in intercourse, right? But then I can ask what's intercourse. Does, so what I mean is, for example, male and female. I think people think sex is the act of penetration. No, no, but it's not. But it's not. No. So sex, biologically, in my understanding, is more about like reach, uh, reaching an orgasm, right? Yes. It's the act. Either way. Like, there is several ways of reaching mm-hmm. orgasm, but it is about... Uh, like the, the symptoms are your heart quickening of heart rate and um, and typically it, it, there are, are waves and cycles right there's yeah. a, there's a, a motion to this sort of rhythm right and then event like and it keeps on escalating until there's a full climax yeah, yeah, yeah. and whether that for a man that climax may result in uh, excretion of semen or whatever yeah. or for a woman might be involved like also some excretions or whatnot, but like everyone's biologically has different results. Yes. So uh, the act of sex is really interesting biological like thing, right? Like, so uh, in terms of how and what. And I think it's because when you're little, they they ingrain in your brain that sex is about Penetration. Well, I mean, I think that... Like, uh, how do you make a child? By having sex. How do you do this? By having sex, right? Yeah. How do you get pregnant? By having sex. How do you get a uh, STD? By having sex. Blah, blah, blah. But in reality, I, I, I agree with the with your description of sex. It's just the act of, I don't know, being intimate with someone in a way. I don't know. Because you can be intimate with everyone. I don't know. I don't know what sex is now. Well, biologically, sex is just like the quickening of your heart, uh, excitement, and eventual, you know, climax, right? And what if I have, what if I have a, okay, so I'm assuming sex requires more than one person, because what if I have a wet dream, and I have the same, the same feelings, that doesn't count as sex, or did I have sex in my mind? A lot of things are in our mind. Yeah. I mean, a se- the biggest, larger sexual origin is not typically the genitalia, it's actually yes. the mind, right? Mm-hmm. So, if anything, sex is very linked into the mind. So, right? in this particular case, that we need more than one person. Um, I think what, for our confines of our thing, we're talking about love. And typically, love... It could be both. It could be be yourself or... So we are going to really understand sex from a perspective of love, right? What is sex and love? And how, like, when you're engaging intercourse, how is love associated with it? I think this is a very complicated question. It is really complicated because I think it differs by, uh, by individual. A lot. I don't know. A lot. You're right. It it does. But like what... I think sex is very... Sex is 
is something that it's almost very biological, right? But I don't think it's associated with love for sure. Yeah, like it, it, I feel like it, I feel like the biological side of it is really uh, mechanical. And then we, you know we, what I mean. And then what happens is that like, oh, I'm horny. I'm gonna go and have sex, and there has to be no love attached. Yeah. Right. You can have sex without loving the person. Yeah. Uh, wait. So you can have sex without loving, without the, loving person. the person. Can you love without having sex with the person? Yeah. And I mean romantically. Yeah. Love. You can romantically love without having sex. You sex is. I think a lot of the time associated with love, right? But sex is actually completely disconnected of love. Oh yeah, I agree. It is something that's always associated with love, like and how how important we. But I think that an important thing is that as human beings, we have lots. Of, some some human beings have lots of sexual feelings, right? They get they get very horny and stuff like that or whatever, and. A lot of the time, we hope our partner can be that person that we can share sexual experiences with, mm-hmm. right? But the thing is, a lot of the time, that may not like you may fall in love with someone who doesn't okay be satisfied your sexual, or you may right like we're always looking for. Typically, we try to fall for people who we are sexually attracted yes, to. Yes, that's what right? I'm gonna ask. So and then now you're limiting yourself. Maybe you are. Maybe. Because if we think of sex as part of being part of the love and we're only chasing after the people that we're physically attracted to, then we might be limiting ourselves to finding actual love without physical attraction. Yeah. I don't want that though. Well, <laughs> but, but I think that uh, as, a, as a visual species and stuff like that, we uh, sex drives a lot of what we do especially for love it would be interesting to have a gross perspective on this oh but, because uh, i feel like guys are really visual yeah like i see a girl bending over yes i'm done done yeah i see nipples yes yeah i'm already turned on yeah yeah and i think for girls is different i don't know because i'm not a girl <laughs> <laughs> it's true but i sometimes i think that it's almost actually the same it's just that sometimes, like in terms of male and and, and uh, female sexuality, it's different, and that it's it's it's, a, it's just different, right? Like there's something different about it. As I'm not a girl either, I don't know how it is different. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm putting. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It would be interesting to get a perspective. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe we should have a woman on next one and we call and it lo- <laughs> love women yes i love women yeah yes, uh, yes, 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 yes 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 we hear yes, we yes. hear louise say yeah full on yes to that <laughs> so for sure but i think that uh if we go back to, to sex i think love and sex completely disconnected things but we we drive a lot of our decisions based off sexual desires uh, okay, uh, I, actually, I, I don't know. What? I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that we, we initially, for sure, but most of our drive, like, most people are driven by their sex, sexual appetite or, or desires and stuff like that. Yes, so I, I think I, I think there's different scenarios, right? There's the, like, if it was me, there's the, oh shit, that girl's hot. 
right? And there's that sexual uh, mindset, like, oh, yes, sex. And then if it happens or if it doesn't happen, then there's a chance that maybe there is love later on, right? Mm -hmm. But then there's the other scenario where you're not even thinking about the girl physically, in my case, and then you meet them and then you start loving the person and then sex is, happens after, somehow. So, are they really that disconnected? Uh, I think that we get it mixed up. It could be the beginning or the end. I don't know. I don't know either, but like, I, uh, but I, I think, so, let me ask you this. Would, yeah. you, would you be with someone that you couldn't have sex with? For me, no. Because sex dr drives a lot more of my... So for you, it's not disconnected? Yes, because I have it mixed up. Sex and love are very connected together. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. I mean, I think I could love someone that I wasn't sexually attracted to. Who love someone that you were not sexually attracted to? Okay. But but since for you they're so connected, I don't think you can. Why? Why don't you think I can? Because if if the, if both of them are important and you love someone but you're not physically attracted to them, they in reality you don't love them. Because with you they go one in hand. Based on what you just said. I, I will, I think... I mean, I think I'm on the same boat. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think that... I don't know. I think that it's just that... It, I feel that they're, they're actually disconnected. Like, I don't know how they're connected. And, like, where, where they... I think that we get overwhelmed by our sexual desires. Maybe... Okay, maybe... Okay, I... I and we I, sometimes associate love. Or, or maybe it's just the fact that there's different there's different connectedness level so for example where for people that find sex and love really intertwined and connected that's where the monogamous stuff is happening yeah. and then the people that are not really they don't have love and sex connected where they can love someone but not have sex with them that's when you start into the whole open relationships and because there's a possibility in an open relationship where you love the person, but you're not physically attracted. So that therefore, there might be this agreement that you can therefore go and look for that sexual drive somewhere else. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that... You can desire... So, so like, initially you meet someone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... Uh, the longer you are with someone, the more the love can be there, right? There's more love possibly, yeah. right? But let's let's make some like conjectures, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, if we were to draw like a, a a graph, right? And there's love, and there's there's two lines. There's love and sex, right? Yeah. And then the, it's mapped over time. So initially, sex could be very high. Desires of sex can be very high, and then that can over time go down. Right? Yeah. Typically, we we see this in a lot of relationships. Initially, they have a lot of sex. they have a lot of sex. There's a honeymoon phase. They're just like, you know, fucking all the time. Right? Then, 
uh, on the love side, the love part grows over time as they work on it. And there's a certain point when maybe love gets higher or hopefully it keeps on going higher, but then sex drops down, right? Sexual desires go down. So, and this is sometimes like the breaking point of a relationship because the honeymoon phase is over. They no longer have sexual feelings and they have to work on the love part, right? Yeah. Which is maybe even a harder thing to do because they, they don't have maybe the sexual desires that's driving the relationship forward. Which I think brings us back to a comment I made that love is a choice. Love is a choice, yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. Love is, a, is a, a choice to... But I think that... Uh, that sexual desires and love are get intermixed all the time because love is something that you build, right? Yeah. And, and it's something that starts maybe in like ground zero with a relationship and then builds up over time. And then sex is the thing that drives a relationship forward because you're, you know, attracted, right? In some way. So I think that maybe... They are completely disconnected in that way. And then if you, if a driver is something other than sex for a relationship, right? Like maybe intellectual interest or maybe like you're forced together with each other. Mm-hmm. That can build. And then you can suddenly fall in love with someone without a sexual desire driving the relationship. Okay. Yeah? Like, if, like, for us, for, for me at least, there needs to be that strong sexual desire, yeah, right? Me too. Yeah. But if I was forced in a situation to get to know someone, I could possibly fall in love with that person because as you get to know them, you're like, oh, I'm getting more and more interested in this yeah, person. Yeah. Right. And you could love someone if you were forced in that situation, right? But because I'm, as, you know, a gay man, I'm very driven by sex. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's that's how it works. I mean, I think that in my mind, sex is sort of like our bodily function forcing us to be together. People to be together. Okay. It's, it's, our body is helping us to be like, hey, that person's arousing me. <laughs> Go do something about it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, where, where your sexual desires come from are interesting because they're based off of I have no clue where right Mm -hmm. I I have no clue but they are your mind is the entry point for it like the mind is the strongest sex organ right so somewhere in your mind your sexual desires are there yeah yeah Yeah. so it's like there's something that arouses you some something right yeah sometimes it's just little things little things you know and then uh, but then there's also you can be attracted on an intellectual level as yeah. well so it's like there, there's other things that can attract you but sexual desires are, are very interesting because you know you'll get you'll start breathing heavy you know or and you'll you're, you know genitalia make you know start responding but yeah this is this is what I'm I'm theorizing uh, unless you can rebuttal, like, you know, that idea that... I don't... I don't. You, it's too... It's too perfect. I put a graph, ah, and therefore... Ah, it's, I know, uh, I mean, your graph, it makes sense in all the ways, though. What? Because maybe at the beginning, it's not even, like, the love is higher, or love is lower, and then as time passes by, both increase. 
Oh, you think that's all possible? That's a possibility. Yeah, it's. I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, uh, how many times? How many times have you ended up uh, liking someone when you didn't even think about them that way? That has happened to me many times. Oh, what do you mean? Like, you like in school or something. You go to school and then you see a girl. At least in my case, and you're not even like that into them. You're not into them. You don't find them attractive, or not that you don't find them attractive, but you don't find them. Like, it, it doesn't do to you anything sexually. Yeah. But then the more you get to know them, I, I, the more time you start spending together, then you kind of start looking at them in a different way. Mm. And, and I think it goes back to that mind thing where the more you get to know them, the little things they do or like intellectual stuff, then you're like, oh, shit, I actually like this person. I'm into this person. Yeah, yeah. And then that kind of arouses you. So then now you start looking at them on a sexual level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, people are, besides the visual aesthetic, right? Mm -hmm. There's also like an idea you have of them in your mind, right? Yeah. There's a, mo there's a uh, as you get to know ones, they're, they're more colorful in your mind, right? They're not just a visual. So you have a little bit of a relationship with them. And then that itself can have a, like a sort of attraction as well. Like that image of them in your mind, right? So how would you, uh, w what would make a better, more meaningful relationship with someone that you only find physically attractive or someone that you are intellectually attractive? Yeah, for me, at least it needs to be both. <laughs> it needs to be both. <laughs> I mean, intellectually is great and all. Like, I mean, who doesn't love someone you can, you're very attracted to, like, in the mind, right? Yeah. How, like, how their mind works is also something that you sort of, like, acquire in your mind, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you start learning someone's nuances and figure out, like, things, and then you're like, how their mind works is very attractive to you for certain, certain reasons, right? Um, but, uh, that I, for me, that's not enough into intellectual arousal is not enough. Like that's not going to keep me out <laughs> through like, I mean, I'll love to be the friend because then, you know, you're going to say everything that I, I want to hear and stuff like that. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't, Interesting. I mean, what about you? What, what? I think I would have a better relationship, a more meaningful relationship if uh, if I was mindfully attracted to someone. Yeah. Or intellectually attracted to someone. Yeah. No. Because after a while, if you're just having sex and there's no like oh absolutely conversation, you're like okay, this is fucking boring. Yeah. Fuck. You need you need to. Or if you're just like watching Netflix every night and there's nothing else just netflix sex netflix sex <laughs> after after a while we'd be like okay this is fucking boring as fuck yeah you need to be intellectually stimulated like yes i i i'm climaxing and having orgasms but jesus i can have that with my hand <laughs> because yes it's true sometimes your hand is a like i think that's I, I a lot of this a sex toy and, and do it myself yeah at that point there there's sometimes like you are better uh, at your own with your own body than another person will ever be yeah. right like sometimes like s sex with another person is great oh no, uh, yes, yes yes I agree but it sometimes it doesn't add to 
sexual experience, right? Yeah. You you were just better solo sometimes so because yeah. you you know your body better than anyone else. Yeah. And you know what turns you on, and you know another person said creepy shit. If you want to do weird shit too. Yeah, weird shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, hopefully you can do weird shit with a a sexual partner. Yeah, hopefully, but, like, but sometimes they're not open to that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's you are your. You know yourself the most. Yeah. People can't read your mind unless yeah. you ask for something and, you know, they can say, oh, maybe, yeah, sure. Which is what we talked about in the love communication. Yes. Love communication. Yeah. That's and a big also part. love lies. And also... <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All of them. All of the episodes. Go back and listen to all our ramblings about love. But on the other hand, if you find someone that you're kind of intellectually attracted to, at least you're going to have interesting moments, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Because- and, when you, and I think when you find both, at least for me and you, is that's like super fucking hot. When you find someone that you're intellectually attracted to and physically attracted to. Yeah. That is hot. Yeah. It's very hot. It's very... Uh, Everything's just gonna be on fire all the time. Like the lesbian love of my life. The lesbian love of your oh life. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still text her. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. I mean, you should text her right now, no. live on this podcast. No. Yes. I'm not, no. Oh, okay. Okay. No. But I was sexually attracted to her, and, and mentally, mentally yeah. intellectually. Well, she had lots of. Uh, I'm telling you, it was like I was dating myself. <laughs> she had a lot of she commonalities, was, right? She was the female version of myself. And you know, there was uh, that. that we mean, were we were so we were so similar, but yet so different. Yeah. Well, I guess great. That's uh, that's really good. I mean, I think that the commonalities also. Like, a lot of the times, commonalities helps connect people, right? Because you have, like, the same common interest, and then from that, you can explore each other and find your differences, right? Yeah. Because, you know, differences, like, may help you realize that you both are separate individuals, different entities, and then it makes you like, oh my gosh, holy crap, we're separate people, and we're coming together, oh, you're both right. Uh, and then you become one. Yeah, eventually you become one. Interchange, but I mean, you but come you are, together. You come together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what creates attraction? That w- I think that love attraction would be a great thing. Like if we talked about that in a whole episode. But what is attraction? What is attraction? Because I think love is the where you are. Uh, I think we were trying to define it before the first episode uh love mm-hmm. right and love was something about attraction right where I you are attracted love is something to someone. you build love is something you build it's something where it involves attraction yeah um you're attracted to someone you want to go closer um but your question is what what is, is attraction? attraction what is what, what creates attraction, right? We, we talked about sexual desire, right? And, and sexual desire comes from your mind, something that you in your mind are attracted to, right? Visually, you like whether you like big butts, whether you like, you know, uh, a slender waist, whether you like long hair, short hair, uh, green eyes, blue eyes, there's something that attracts you by, about that, right? Yeah. And then that is something that's personal, right? It, it is personal, but I think it's also 
a byproduct of your life and your social experiences. Yeah, no, it, it, it's something about your life. Like something about as you're growing up and you're, yeah. as you're being sexualized, it's associated with, with that specifically. Yeah. Like there is a certain time in puberty where you acquire your sexual like yeah, desires. Yeah, I mean like, like the, the, but one that can also, that I, the one thing that always blows my mind is uh, one moment, I can't even remember myself, at one moment did I figure out on my own, oh, I can masturbate. <laughs> I, you don't remember when you first masturbated? No, I remember when I did, uh, yeah. when I first did it, but I don't remember why I did it. Yeah. Right. So at what moment, what went through my head, and I said, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna masturbate because it's gonna pleasure me." Right. Like, are we just humans that we are like, at a certain age or something, it, we are Sexual. meant to just know, or is it something that you learn from friends? But then your friends, where did they learn it from? Like. We actually, we are human beings. When did you masturbate? Oh my gosh. Uh, when I masturbated, I think I was just... I, I only figured it out how to masturbate when I was in high school. And I was just like, I think it was rubbing. And I was like, this feels good. Exactly, right? You, you But why did you start rubbing? I actually don't remember the specific case. Exactly, like, right? You don't. I don't, Because but it I, just happened. Yeah. I think it just happens, yeah. and we don't remember the reason why we were doing it. Well, maybe I was in the shower. <laughs> yeah, but then were you like scrubbing yourself, and then you're like, oh, actually, that felt good. I'm going to keep doing it and see what happens. Well, I think that you, uh, I'm pretty I, – I, I remember I've had many erections, right? Yeah. Especially going through puberty, and then you're like you, – you're like, what do you do with that, right? Like, you, and then, you know – there's a lot of blood there you're know, like rubbing it feels good <laughs> yeah rubbing it feels really good and you're like whoa i can oh. keep doing this i think it's i think for for i think for everyone like their their genitalia gets engorged with blood right both women and men and you know like there's a lot of noticing noticeable attention so maybe your body itself is saying hey Bro, go masturbate. <laughs> well, your body is telling you, hey, uh, hey you know what? Uh, why don't you play around with this area? And I think it's pretty obvious. Like, you know, uh, you're like, oh, oh, that feels good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it's just automatic. I think it is automatic. I think it's. I think you're, there's so many signs for your body telling you what to do. Yeah. And, and like. And I think it's also the, the attraction stuff. It's kind of automatic where you just find certain things attractive and certain things that you don't find attractive. Yeah. The human psyche. So, but anyways, I think we've decided what sex is and love is. <laughs> sex is disconnected of love, even though they're very closely connected. Yes. But sex... Crap it out. But you can get them close to each other if you want. Yeah, if you want. If you try really, really hard. If you try hard. I think it's possible. I mean, also, yeah. I think it's... I, I'm, we all have hope. I mean, just... Uh, let's say you were the last person on earth with someone else and you don't find them sexually attracted to. At some point, you will. <laughs> well, I think that... Uh, <laughs> at some point, you will. At some point, you will. I... <laughs> As long as, like, dirty talk me or something like that, you know, like, 
But at some point, it, 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 you will. At some point, I think at when, some point. At some point, like, there's one person left on it. At some point, you will, like, find their sexually attractive? I think so, right? I, I, I think, I, I, maybe. Maybe you remove all people in the world. You're the last person. There's two people, and there's no more other people. You'd suddenly, like, find them sexually attractive. Yeah, I, I think it's possible. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Because it, I, I think if we go back to that automatic thing of, like, masturbating, it would come to the point that it's like, okay, this is automatic. This is just going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean... Like, I feel that if you had no no ability to to like find anything that was attractive, like, yeah, yeah, what would happen? Like, I mean, you just be, because you'd automatically just get horny, right? As yeah. a result of like not having intercourse or something like that, and then you'd automatically like offload those onto the other person because they're like, there and they could like yeah provide a helping hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe that's the case. Do you think that that, that for, if that was the case, you'd suddenly become gay? I hope not. <laughs> I think that's a perfect ending. <laughs> and thank you very much for joining us for Love Sex, where Louise admitted that <laughs> he might become gay. No, I said I hope not. No, no, uh, never, 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 never say never. No, the only fear I have is not seeing a woman ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Thank you very much. And this is Sean. And, and Louise. Perfect. 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 <laughs>